Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Devin's back there jamming, bro. Yeah, this is what we have to watch every week. It's gross. Drink it in, folks. Uh, on Wednesday on the Greg Hill Show, Sam Kennedy stopped by and uh, did a little interview, and he said something that really, 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 really bothered me. And I'm tired of these teams particularly. Did it grind your gears, Ben? Yeah, that's a that's a seven to nine segment. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. They can steal my segments. I'm not stealing theirs. <laughs> You can steal producers' question and all that or stuff. Or producers. Or producers. Just steal whatever you want from us. I'm just not going to steal from you. Um, Sam, Ken- Sam Kennedy said something that really bothered me um, in just another long lines of BS coming from the Boston Red Sox. He said on the Greg Hill Show that re- the Red Sox and baseball as a whole are a break-even industry. And that not really doing it for profit, everything that comes in goes back out. And that's just not true. Feel like Don't it. let him sell that crap to any of you. Of course it's a for-profit business. Of course they're making a profit on it. And I'll give you a perfect example. What did they pay? What did John Henry and that group pay for the Red Sox in 2002? Anybody you guys know off the top of your head? Probably not. Number. I'm sure it's pennies compared to $660 million. Who? 22 years later. Do you know what it's worth? Forbes estimates the value to be at about $4 billion. Oh, man. That's a heck of an ROI. Not that good at math. And I do work in the financial world, at least adjacent to the financial world. Inflation does not make up that difference. No. So when you go and sell that team, you make a massive- Not three and a half billion. Massive profit. So stop telling me. Stop lying to us. I'm sick of owners and managers in this town trying to make themselves out like the victim. Like we're supposed to feel, oh, it's not a profit. Oh, we're doing this for you. Oh, please. You're doing this to line your pockets. That's why you've been able to bankroll investments and invest in the Pittsburgh Penguins and Liverpool and other things because this was all off the back of the Fenway Sports Group. And if the valuation of the Red Sox didn't go sky high, you wouldn't have been able to borrow that money to buy other teams. Ex- my point exactly. You wouldn't have been able to spend that $300 million on Liverpool, which is now worth well over a billion. You wouldn't have been able to spend that money on your racing team. Yuck, by the way. You wouldn't have been able to spend that money on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Or the PGA. Ooh. Or the PGA. Stop lying to us. <laughs> like it's it's all unnecessary. I just look at some of the things that comes out of these owners' mouth and go, you have a PR staff. You have a guy there they're clearly not that utilizing does public it. relations for you. They should know better. Tell you what you should and shouldn't say, and that's something you shouldn't say. At least you got to give Henry this. He doesn't say anything. So now, yeah, he's learned. He's learned because before he was a little too honest for his own good, and now he just hides in the shadows because he knows there's nothing good to say. It almost got to a point to me where I was putting my little conspiracy theory hat on and going, John Henry has owned this team for 22 years now. Right? So, and he's won four World Series titles. 
There's sometimes when I look at it and go, he's punishing Red Sox fans because we don't love him, even though he brought us all what we've been clamoring for for 86 years. He may be honest. And, and that he's there. just like, you know what? Screw these people. How can they not like me? I spent the money under my tenure. We won four World Series titles. And by the way, you hadn't won one since 1918. You know, we, we were talking about Kraft earlier, and regardless of what your opinion, a lot of people do hold him in high regard. It does seem like Henry, it, it's indifference at the end of the day when it comes to Red Sox fans, not gratitude for the four championships. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand it. I, I don't I get like it. I Wick gets more love than... Because uh, he doesn't talk that much. Well, he, you he, almost never hear Jacobs... And, and he still gets crapped on a little bit because of how the that group has owned the team over the years and been reluctant to spend and all that stuff. But with Wick, like they they don't talk that much, and when they do, they're far more measured in how they they, they understand what the audience, their audience, their customers actually want to hear from an ownership group. The other guys don't, and the Red Sox are really clueless sometimes, and they just get in their own way. We should love you guys as an ownership group. Four World Series titles, 2004 through 2018. You won four World Series titles. Heck of a run. We should appreciate you. But every time you open your mouths, you step in it and make us go, oh, yeah, that's right. No, you're a billionaire. We don't really like you. And it's just a pattern. And this is what happened with with Belichick. It was a pattern of missteps. And with Red Sox ownership, it's been a pattern of missteps going all the way back to the Mookie Betts trade where you got crap in return and you essentially – Weren't going to pay that guy what he was worth. Um, it is what it is. You're, t- you're telling your fans that you don't want to invest in your product, so fans are going to be reluctant to invest back in your product if you're yourself are just buying Twinkies instead of filet mignons. And if you're not, you know, if it's not uh, profit-driven, what are you doing? That's a bad business. It is a bad but, business. But stop lying to us. Stop lying to us. You bought the team for $660 million 22 years ago. It's worth $4 billion right now. Or stop trying to make yourself the victim. You put yourself in in this position, and with Kennedy, he's now got more power. He's, what, the president of Fenway Sports Group now or whatever. So they're trotting Kennedy out there. He, he's the guy who's taking the bullets at this point. I'm really waiting for the day that – the ownership group splinters a little bit, and John Henry and Tom Warner get bought out. Because I think it's here. by Mike Gordon and Theo. I think that's the ultimate play. Eventually, Theo owns the team. And I can't wait for that day. Because it'll be someone that actually has a clue, truly loves the sport, doesn't just look at it as you know milking a business, which is what they're doing. Don't get it twisted. They might have oh, yeah. at one point loved it, but they're businessmen, and they're good businessmen. Don't get it wrong. Just the stuff they say to their audience, to their customers, is mind-bogglingly dumb tone, sometimes. Com- completely tone-deaf. They just don't get it. Um, let's, let's talk about the Boston Bruins here, because the trade deadline is coming up for the Bruins here, and they're in a weird position. They are. And, and Joe, I'm going to need your help on this, because I don't know exactly where I want them to. I kind of have an idea of where I want them to go, but I, I need, to, need a little bit of help here. Because currently, they're sitting on 84 points, tied with the Florida Panthers for the most points in the NHL. You just had a okay win, I will say, over Vegas. You were up big, a, you let much, them back in, and then you escaped. A much-needed win that helps stop the bleeding. Sure. But with the trade deadline coming up, what should the Bruins be doing? Should they be starting to sell off assets? Because 
I, I partly think that they should because even though they're at the top of the NHL right now or second in the NHL right now, I still see them as being kind of a far way away from winning a Stanley Cup. I don't think this group can do it. I think you need to start figuring out what the core is going to be moving forward. McAvoy, Pasternak, Swayman, and building out from there. And starting to move on from certain pieces, even if they can't get you a first round. Move on from DeBrusque. Oh, it's tough. I'm I'm tired of him. I'm done with him. I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with the complaining. The fact that they essentially picked him over Cassidy is just insane. And his production has not shown that he's worth investing in. He's a free agent coming up. You can afford to get rid of some of these guys. They're not exactly needle movers. And to me, I would much rather trade those guys, and even if you're getting pennies on the dollar, than trade Mason Lowry or, or some of these other younger people. No, I don't want you to trade the young core. draft core. I, w- I want you to trade some of these underachieving holdovers. Yeah. And when I say that, DeBrusque no, should be the person that you That's think like of. exactly what they are. They're underachieving holdovers. And it's time to... Clear the deck a little bit. Give you, yourself some some money to invest in. They had their hands completely tied this year, which is why they, well, besides Van Riemsdyk and talk about pennies on the dollar, you really didn't bring in anybody. I, I guess Geeky, who had a hat trick the other day. But you really weren't able to bring in huge splashes. In terms of the goalie situation, um, I certainly wouldn't clamor to trade Swayman. No, I want to keep Swayman. But... I wonder if how Swayman is with them on a personal level. I feel like he was very butthurt on how his arbitration went in the offseason. And if he's a guy who you fear isn't going to re-sign long-term, I'm not completely well, against Dougie Hamilton? Right, right. Yeah, similar situation like that. I'm not completely against taking phone calls for Sway. I'd rather trade Allmark. At this point, having the two goalies, in my opinion, is really doing you no good. If anything, yeah. it's doing more harm than good, going all the way back to the Panthers series last year to where you set yourself up to be criticized. Yeah. You did the alternating thing all year, and then when push came to, came to shove, Allmark was dinged up. You didn't have the cojones to put Swayman in until it was too late in Game 7. So, so would you trade one of those? It sounds to me like you'd be more in favor of trading Swayman than Allmark. Based on that kind of unknown, is I he going like to be disgruntled? Is, is would be easier to trade and get a better return because he's younger. Allmark has the no-trade clause, which he can veto certain mm-hmm. trades to certain teams. And I don't think teams are in a hurry to do this Bruins team a lot of favors which is why I think they had a hard time trading Allmark in the offseason. I, I think they tried to trade him in the offseason. I really do. But I don't think teams were in a hurry to do the Bruins' favors, whether it's a lack of rapport with the ownership or just seeing how successful they've been. Uh, they were last year. They weren't in a hurry to do them favors. So in my opinion, you need to replenish uh, the young players. And I'm okay with them standing pat. And I'm okay with them selling off minimal assets. What I wouldn't be okay with is them selling off big-time assets. Like no, and you're not going to do that. You're, you're in a position now where you, you, especially if you're in that organization, you're talking yourself into, hey, we can get this done. Look where we're standing right now. And I push back and go, look what you've been over the last couple of weeks. 
you started so unbelievably hot that put you in this position. But since that hot streak wore off, you've been a slightly above average team. I, and I feel like that that hot streak to start the season was a bit of a mirage. Well, yeah, point. it's proven out to be. I, I'm not buying in. You lose all these games in overtime and shootouts. To, to me, shows you, you you don't know how to close. And we're seeing it time and Blown time leads. again. Blown leads. We saw it against the Panthers last year in the playoffs. And quite frankly, I'm just waiting for those chickens to roost come the playoffs again. I have zero faith that they can even get out of the first round. Never mind, have a Stanley Cup run, which was the clearly goal last year. Yeah, I, I really don't have much faith in them as they move towards closer towards the playoffs. I'd actually like them to sell off some of those things, replenish that draft stock, and keep trying to build forward because I really see this team as being like three years away. Agreed. Because you have a core, you have a couple of those guys that are, you know, obviously on the right side of 30. You can continue to build around them and spend some money and make those appropriate draft picks without going all in and losing all your draft assets, which they essentially did last year. No, they sold out last year, and it was understandable. You had a historic regular season the problem was that they brought in guys that they really had no intention of re-signing so you give up these first round picks for guys who were here for a half a season and then walk out the door so what do you really have to show for it what a a season where you overachieved in the in the regular season and then crapped your pants against the panthers in the playoffs and no one cares that they won the most regular season games of all time because you lost in the first effing round no, it'd be one thing if they got to the finals, lost in a heartbreaking fashion. This is why we still look- If they did that, we'd feel the same way we feel about the 07 Patriots. Exactly. And to the this same day, way. we still feel emotionally invested in that team because they were so freaking close. Well, the Bruins, to me, are miles away at the moment. I don't care that they're tied for the points lead. I think it's a house of cards, and I'm waiting for it to fall. All right, coming up next, a little bit oh, of I can't wait for this. lightning round producer's question with Devin Solo, because Joe's on this side of the glass. That's oh, right. Joe's on that side. Okay. He's on this side of the glass. Yeah, bring the heat, baby. Absolutely. Bring All the right. heat. That's coming up next. Ben and Joe on 103.7 WEEI. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 